Hello and welcome to Views from the Market, Mid-Market Private Equity and M&A in Canada. My name is Mario Negro. I'm a partner in the Private Equity and M&A Group at Steichman Alley. For today's podcast, I'd like to welcome our special guest, Piyush Kunapalil. Piyush is the Chief Executive Officer of TI Foods, and TI Foods is a Canadian-based Asian food distributor. Piyush, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Mario. Thanks for inviting me. Piyush, we always start the podcast by asking a little bit about our guests, about their history. You have a fascinating history, so I'd love to start by learning a little bit about you and um, how you got to uh, TTI Foods. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Mario. Um, Yeah, so before I joined TI Foods as its uh, CEO, and before I entered the world of mid-market private equity, um, I worked for a large multinational corporation for several years. So I was a regular corporate junkie, and I had a 15-year stint with the Samsung Group. Um, And it was a very rich experience. Um, Thanks to that particular stint, I got to work in multiple countries in Asia and Europe. Uh, I got exposure to various kinds of business functions uh, and I got to, you know, manage people and manage businesses and PNL. So it, it was a great experience, but um, at some point during that stint, I kind of realized that I'm pretty decent at managing businesses. And hence, uh, you know, this thought came to me, uh, if I can manage a business, why should I manage for someone else? Might as well manage for myself. And uh, that was basically the the starting point for my journey towards entrepreneurship, uh, which eventually uh, led me to TI Foods. Piyush, I mean, your story and how you became the CEO of TI Foods is fascinating. You decided that you wanted to buy a business, obviously found uh, the search fund model as a model mm-hmm. that interests you, but you weren't even in Canada at that time, right? You came to Canada to kind of buy a business. I mean, I'll let you tell the story. I just think it's a fascinating story. Yeah, that is correct. So yeah, all this, this professional change towards uh, entrepreneurship that I was considering was, uh, was, you know, kind of coincided with the, with the personal change that my family was going through. Uh, we moved from India to Canada uh, as a family. And at the same time, this, you know, discovery of, of the search fund model happened. So as, as I mentioned, once, once I started considering, uh, you know, the entrepreneurship as a potential area uh, that I should explore, uh, I reached out to a lot of people. And uh, one of the persons that I had reached out to was Tim Bovard, who was uh, uh, my professor at INSEAD almost 12 years ago when I was doing my MBA there. And uh, he runs Search Fund Accelerator in US. And he's the one who actually introduced me to the search fund model uh, and also kind of uh, introduced me to a few people in, in Canada. Uh, so I you know, got to know a lot of people in the Canadian search fund community. And then through those conversations, I came across the great Mario Negro and, <laughs> and the people <laughs> at Sage Capital. Yeah, so eventually the the conversations with uh, Sage Capital and yourself turned into a a much more long-term partnership. So Sage eventually uh, backed uh, my acquisition of TI Foods and uh, are one of my most important investors. 
Payush, how did you find TI Foods? Tell us a little bit about you. I know you you went through an exhaustive uh, deal searching process, proprietary, non-proprietary. I mean, I, I remember you in the trenches and uh, I mean, to give you credit, you had a very sophisticated operation on, on finding deals. I wonder if you can tell us a little bit more about your deal search process and, and how you, you know, how you went about looking for a deal and how you found TI Foods. Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, to be to be honest, when I started, I was a bit all over the place and it took uh, a little bit of time to kind of understand the, the entire ecosystem. So as I spoke to a number of, uh, you know, intermediaries as well as business owners, at some point I realized that I would like to, you know, uh, go for a business where I can add some value. And that's how I kind of narrowed down or, or started focusing on distribution businesses. Because, uh, uh, you know, before coming to Canada, most of my experience was in distribution, retail sales, consumer product management, brand management, e-commerce, etc. And that's how I kind of, uh, you know, realized that distribution businesses could be a great um, you know, set of businesses where some of my experience and knowledge could be leveraged. So TI was not the only uh, distribution business that I looked at, but it was the one that fit me uh, the best. So that's how I came across TI. Um, I think uh, we uh, started talking in Feb 2021 and uh, the transaction happened in September. And obviously as part of the transaction, PSU became the chief executive officer of TI Foods. You have a workforce of how many in 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 the GTA? What what's the staffing component for? TI we have forty Foods? people now, forty employees. Yeah, and would love to get your perspective on how it's been managing managing a distribution business. Obviously, during during these times with you know COVID and obviously supply chain issues. Now we're starting to see increased interest rates, people talking about, uh, you know, softening of the market. So wanted to get your perspective now on on being a CEO of a mid-market company during these kind of turbulent times, I guess. Uh, love to hear more about how the experience has been and, and your thoughts on all that's going on and how it's affecting your business. Yeah, sure. So before uh, actually, you know, coming into the, the world of small businesses, uh, a lot of people had told me that it's going to be a rough ride, that it's going to be a, a roller coaster. And of course, uh, this uh, entry into the world of small business was happening against the background of the post-COVID turbulent economic situation and supply chain issues. But thankfully, and I, I think I'm kind of blessed in, in that respect, uh, my entire journey over the last few months has been pretty smooth. And I, I think that's largely because of uh, two reasons. Um, one, we are in the food business, right? The, the, and that too in the Asian food business. So it's like uh, a, very, a growing segment within a highly stable industry. And that kind of has, has allowed some cushion uh, in, in terms of the, the turbulence which many other industries would have seen. So a, a growing sub-segment sub of a stable industry is a nice place to be in. And I think the, the second uh, factor has been the, the kind of market position that TI Foods commands in, in this industry. It's one of the leading players and uh, 
also has a lot of uh, strong supplier relationships and customer relationships. Uh, and that has kind of allowed us to pass on, in some cases, price increases, even though that those are kind of difficult decisions to implement in the market. Yeah, so we have been able to weather the bad situation in the market, largely because of the position that TI Foods commands in the industry. When you look at your time as a CEO of a distribution, you know, middle market kind of distribution business in Canada, you think about the challenges that you're facing Piyush and the challenges ahead. Well, what do you think uh, the challenges are, both from an industry perspective, but just generally as a CEO of a Canadian middle market company with the world that we're in right now? Yeah, I think uh, the situation is uh, increasingly becoming unpredictable in, in terms of what's happening in the economy, right? So uh, with the inflation out of control and also with the interest rates being increased, it remains to be seen how how the the economy and the market will respond to to all of this so i think uh, uh, working on a worst case scenario and uh, you know planning accordingly is essentially one of the key challenges that we have to face as management and the second is obviously trying to grow the business so even if the economic situation or the market condition is going to be bad we still need to come up with creative ways whether it is through new product launches or customer expansion, we have to find ways to still grow the business in a, in a tough industry. Yeah, so those are the couple of challenges which I and other leaders of the management are grappling with right now. How are you looking at growth right now, Piyusha? What, what are your strategies for growing this business in these times? Yeah, there are a few things that we have outlined Um that we would like to kind of focus on to grow the business. First would obviously be uh, increasing our service levels in the, in, in the market uh, in terms of customer service as well as uh, service to our vendors, which essentially means uh, being operationally more nimble, uh, having good availability in terms of inventory, being quick uh, in terms of responding to any customer requirements as well as uh, vendor requirements. Uh, the second thing that we are focus, uh, focusing on is uh, expanding our product portfolio. So we are uh, currently managing a bunch of really good brands, including our own brands, but there's a lot of room for uh, you know, improving portfolio and getting into new products and uh, new part segments of the market. So that's the second thing that we, we are currently working on. Um, and the third thing that we're looking at is uh, expanding our customer base. So we have been a very strong player uh, in Eastern Canada, and uh, we count amongst our customers people like you know Walmart, Loblaws, Sobeys, uh, but also a, a lot of Asian um, supermarket chains. But there is still room to increase uh, our customer base and get into new areas uh, within Canada. So that that's the third. Uh, element of you know the, the strategy for growing the business. So it sounds like the, you know a lot of focus on the organic uh, element of growth and really just kind of doing what you do best. I'm, you obviously have a background as as uh, having done the deal to buy TI Foods. Is is are there any M and A activity that you're looking at, or are you looking at all at any M and A activity? Well, that is something that is uh, you know always on the table. 
So I don't think we would like to do M&A just for the sake of doing M&A. It has to be a, a very strong fit with the business model that we have in place and uh, the kind of uh, you know customer and the vendor service levels that we uh, are known for in the industry. So you know there there are there are a lot of trading companies and trading operations which are there uh, in throughout North America. But TI Foods is is a company which has been positioned more as a as a brand management company. Uh, so we have you're not into just buying and selling. We represent and build brands. Uh, we build uh, uh, enduring customer relationships. So yeah, if there is an opportunity where they can be a strong fit with some of these values that we are non- known for, we are always you know open to having a conversation. Piyush, what's fascinating about your story is, you know, you obviously came to Canada, you decided that you wanted to be an entrepreneur, you went out, found yourself the capital to do that, and you went out and you found the deal and you closed the deal and here you are as the CEO of a middle market Canadian company. When you look back at all you've been, uh, all you've done in this in this period, what would you say was the thing that surprised you the most? Maybe the, the greatest, whether you call it, maybe the greatest challenge or the greatest reward? Or when you look back, what surprised you the most and what, what would you think was the greatest challenge and, and reward of the experience? Well, I think the, the thing that surprised me the most was um, how welcoming the entire Canadian M&A community or the mid-market P community was. So as someone who uh, was new to the country, um, and as someone who is not coming from a typical P investment banking background, I was really surprised and actually kind of thrilled um, with the way in, vari- uh, in you know, various stakeholders or various participants of the ecosystem, whether it's capital providers like Sage or, you know, people like the great Mario Negro <laughs> or uh, <laughs> the, the, all the intermediaries, even business owners, right? The, the way uh, they were keen and open to having discussions and, uh, you know, talking about transaction. That was a bit of a, a surprising as well as a heartwarming experience, I would say. And when you look at what you've been through and obviously where you want to take this business and you look at the landscape and the, the economic landscape, Piyush, what would you say is the greatest challenge you're facing ahead? Uh, I think the the greatest challenge would be to you know implement uh, the growth strategy that that I have outlined, uh, you know, while keeping some of our uh, some of our values in place. So as as you try to grow a small business, there are going to be you know some growth pangs, right? Because uh, uh, you're trying to grow, but at the same time you don't want to lose some of the some of the the values and the customer and supplier proposition that you're known for in the market. So to achieve that fine balance between retaining your strength uh, and at the same time uh, growing and expanding into new territories, new products, I think that will be uh, an interesting challenge, an interesting opportunity for the organization. I always ask each guest, Piyush, and I wanted to ask you the same is, is, the crystal ball question. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at the 
market ahead and you know you you've been living the M&A market the last few years uh, what do you think of the market ahead what's your thoughts in terms of where we're going uh from a market point of view again particularly given your focus is on growth so uh how, how do you look at the market ahead from the signs that you're seeing in your sector in your space any indicators you're seeing in terms of the market ahead uh given that i am in the food business i i am actually uh you know very optimistic that things are going to be pretty good in the coming few years it's usually said that during a recessionary environment essential industries right uh, like food uh, do well because if the economic situation is bad people are going to stay home and uh, cook food at home rather than going out and splurging and i think that kind of uh, makes me optimistic about uh, wh- what i e- can expect uh, for the food industry going forward and uh, that's why we are planning aggressive growth numbers going forward um uh, i i feel the come in the coming year we should do really well irrespective of the of the economic situation piyush i wanted to say thank you for joining us uh, as a guest it's been uh, great to hear your story it's uh, an unbelievably uh, exciting story that i think in a short period of time you came to canada and now you're the ceo of a business of which you're you know you're a part owner so it's a super exciting story and i hope that we get a chance to see more uh, ti foods on the shelf <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for being our guest and it's uh, been great to hear your perspective and your story Thank you Mario the pleasure was all mine thank you very much